With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Remember all those big dreams you used to have, and then life made other plans? With a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, it's time to bring those dreams back. Start your own business or commit to van life with a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Now, you could win the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Mode 4x4 that we have. Enter the Dan Patrick Show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. To enter, get official rules. Visit danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com. Have to do it by February 2nd for your chance to win. Thunderstruck. Adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt, the world's first roller coaster at sea, Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! Get Thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival. Choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, import expenses, additional restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships registry, Bahamas, Panama. Hey, welcome into the all-new all-ball. Your boy Doug Gottlieb here. And um, th- this is, the, the playoffs have been awesome to watch. Um, we have an interview this week with uh, Jeff Perlman, who first he authored Showtime, which is a look back at the Showtime Lakers. And anybody like me who grew up in Southern California in the 80s, like that was an awesome book. Well, he's got a new one on the Lakers in the three-peat with Kobe and Shaq. It's called Three Ring Circus appropriately named we'll get to jeff perlman momentarily um i know that alan iverson was on the all 
uh, all that smoke, whatever podcast. And I saw this column, which was tweeted out by Jason Whitlock. And I thought it was fascinating. He said, no one wants to blame the answer. We never do. He reminds us of our own shortcomings and failures. This is from 2009 in the pantheon of media cuddled overhyped professional basketball players. Allen Iverson reigned supreme at, at least Charles Barkley wanted to win. Carl Malone and John Stockland tried to win. Patrick Ewing, like Barkley, Malone, Stockland was cursed by the misfortune of being great at the same time Michael Jordan was otherworldly. Allen Iverson has no such excuse. He arrived at the end of Air Jordan's rulership as Isaiah was the bridge between Magic and Bird in the Jordan eras. Iverson was supposed to transition us uh, from Jordan to Kobe Shaq. Despite what Iverson's media apologists write and say, the answer was an underachiever on and off the court. And you know what? I read it and I agree with it. And I don't know if I agree that he would have won multiple championships like Isaiah Thomas, but there's, there's a couple of these guys in basketball. I think Carmelo is one of them. I think Allen Iverson's one of them um, that were spectacular. Tracy McGrady is one of them. I'm not arguing that they weren't great ba- basketball players. I-, I don't know about, and we're going to talk with Jeff Perlman about Shaquille O'Neal because Shaq, you know, I, I moved to Southern California because my dad was Tex Winter's assistant and Tex of course was the architect of the triangle with the bulls and with the Lakers. And what he told us, I'll never forget was he told me, he said, look, Shaq is an unbelievable guy. You know, he takes care of the man, the, the equipment manager, bought him a truck. You know, Joe Crispin was on the team. He, he told, he flew Joe Crispin's family out to, to, uh, Ma, uh, not Ma, to Honolulu to watch his first preseason game with the Lakers. Like he does great things, but he was about being Shaq, not being the greatest player ever. Like you can look at Shaq and say, Shaq's, uh, you know, my, my favorite big guy, my favorite personality, whatever. I do look at Shaq and think, man, he didn't necessarily achieve all that his potential allowed him to, which is the interesting part about Kobe. I think Kobe achieved everything that his body could allow him to do. Like, I don't know if Kobe was as athletically gifted as Tracy McGrady. Not, definitely not as much as Michael Jordan. Didn't have as quick a first step, wasn't as explosive a jumper, but he worked and got everything out of his body that he ever could. Iverson and Mello, to me, strike us as like, we make excuses for them. The, the practice thing, I mean, I, I love how hypocritical we are. We make fun of the practice thing and the practice rant, and yet we, we all talk about it. We, Larry Bird's work ethic, Magic Johnson's work ethic, Michael Jordan's work ethic, LeBron James' work ethic. Like, these guys, they all practice. And and Iverson, as good as Iverson was, the reality to Iverson was, you didn't know what you were going to get. And he may have played hard, but practicing hard and being a good – and. What you do for your rest, that'll help you shoot a better percentage. That'll help you be more locked in. I, I, watched, I, I watched Iverson. I mean, like I played against him in college, and I tweeted out some of those. He wasn't a high-percentage shooter. He's a high-volume guy. He didn't – one year, I think he had a great year passing, but he wasn't a great passer. He could really score. He's really explosive. But, I mean, you compare him to nowadays players, he just – he wasn't – he was a high-volume, low-percentage guy. And, and the reason that these guys, the reason that Jamal Murray is making these rem- tremendously difficult shots is they have great work ethic. You don't know shooter is born. You can tell me Steph Curry is born in a gym, right? But he had to get the shots up in order to develop into one of the great shooters in the history of the sport. Same thing with Clay Thompson. The zip code might be different, but the game is still the same. Either you can or cannot make shots and you make shots. 
you know, do you have to have form? Sure. Do you have to have the strength? Sure. But you got to work. And I, I'm telling you, like, we're watching, I'm watching Jamal Murray and I'm blown away. That, that dude, and I'm going to call him a kid because now I'm getting to be an old man. Like, that kid can go. And he's gotten better, which means during the time from the shutdown till we started playing, and then probably even since they started playing, I'm guessing that guy's work ethic is insane because the shots he makes, he takes with a great amount of confidence, and that confidence comes from doing the work to make you believe that you can make it. So, you know, I understand that we have this infatuation with Melo, but as good as Melo was, and he was a great scorer, probably the best three-level scorer in the NBA for about a four- or five-year period. He was not a winner. One reason was he didn't defend. Second reason was he wasn't in great shape. And I think both were because he didn't take care of himself in the offseason. Now he does. Now it's too late. Now it's too late. So it's not that I don't respect their talents. It's I think so many who have achieved even more may not have that talent, but they worked harder. They put in more to their body, to their mental game, and then to their practice and you're watching, you're, you're watching a guy like a Jamal Murray just explode on the scene. Let me go through a couple of these other things going on. I told you we'd talk, with the NBA, talk about the college basketball bubbles. Chris Mack is committed to joining me. A couple other big pods upcoming here on the All Ball Podcast. But I, look, I'm excited about kind of the, these, these pods with games. It's, it's one of those things that I've long thought would be a great idea. And we kind of have with the preseason tournaments or now they're non-conference tournaments, whatever, but it's just the idea of like, um, did you guys ever have those, uh, football or basketball festivals when you're kids? Like, I, I like it. Like, you know, you get four, eight teams in a bubble. Everybody plays everybody. You get a chance to really, really work on your stuff. Like it's about the celebration of the sport. It's about teams getting better. And I don't know if the wins and losses should be as important. And look, if you lose every game in these bubbles, then yeah, it's, it's important. But I think you get a chance to play against more local teams. Um, there wouldn't be as much travel. I just, I like these ideas. I know it's a, it's a tremendous scramble. A lot of college coaches listen to this podcast. The scramble to fix your schedule is insane. I, I saw Mike Boyton, who you should download our podcast, Mike Boyton. It's really, really good. I mean, just a, a fascinating guy. Great personal story growing up uh, in New York City as a tremendous point guard, made his way down to South Carolina, and of course has established himself as a tremendous, tremendous recruiter and head coach at Oklahoma State. They're going to have Cade Cunningham this year, number one prospect, but not going to be able as of now to play in the NCAA tournament. Still, he did a kind of like a mock press conference where like, we don't know when we're playing or where we're playing. We just know that there'll be a college basketball season. That's how everybody feels. But I love these little pods and the chance to play a bunch of games and just go like old AAU styles, go to the hotel, play some video games, go down and hoop. And do it every day. And I think moving the moving the season back to where it starts at Thanksgiving time. So you're not missing class. I think that's awesome. Thanksgiving, Christmas break, and then we come out of it. Students get back. Now let's get to conference play. And conference play is what should matter most. What, what should matter most. Uh, in regards to the NBA bubble, it's obviously far more detrimental in terms of mental health to some of these guys. Some of them are struggling. But I think it's fascinating, the development of, of draft picks. Look at what Denver is doing. Look at the culture that they're building and their ability to do it with their own draft picks. Jamal Murray, and Jokic, now Michael Porter Jr., obviously Gary Harris. Like th Those are guys to be able to draft and develop. 
that speaks to a really good culture. That speaks to the, the players themselves that to buy into it, but also to the coaching staff understanding what it's going to be. That's going to be the future of most mid-sized to small markets. That's why you're seeing so many of these recruiting gurus leave their job and go to the NBA to be their amateur basketball guru. That's the few, the future of the sport is you're going to have to draft guys really, really young and develop them, protect them and hope they fit into your style. All right. One last thing before we get to Jeff Perlman, I, I do want to talk about the Maria Taylor tweet. You can um, check out my Twitter feed and I think my IG feed. And I, I've said this before and I'll say it again. In all honesty, it's it. My, my issue isn't with Maria Taylor as a studio host. I think she's good. And I think she does a good job of leading a discussion, which is what you do when you're a studio host. My issue is with, uh, we just kind of hand out votes to people because they're around the league. And um, it's, it's fascinating. You know, there's on some level in me, there's the former player, not NBA player. And I understand you're like, well, do you have to play in the NBA? No, but I did play professional basketball for three years and, played games in 10 different countries, played with three different teams. Plus I played in, I think five different minor leagues and played in the NBA summer league. Like there's a difference in that level of experience. I would think plus I've covered it for 20 years, much like Doris Burke, who didn't play in the league, didn't play men's basketball, um, obviously played and coached, but she's covered basketball enough that I would say that's the type of person I'd like to judge who's, you know, she calls 50 games a year. She can talk to any GM and any coach. She can form her own opinion. Like all of those things, she's well-rounded enough. And that's what her job calls on, her ability to make basketball decisions like who the top 15 players are in the league. Now, look, most of us could do it. And I think Marie Taylor probably just made a mistake. And that mistake was probably because she's doing too much. And maybe she didn't at the time know like, hey, this actually affects guys' paychecks because the Supermax and other contracts are based upon these awards. So with that in mind, I actually think what I said was in relation to what, like, it's the same thing as LeBron saying. How can 16 people vote me the MVP of the league? Don't you know what I've done with this team? Haven't you seen the things I've done that don't show up in the stat column? And the answer is no, because lots of people who talk about basketball don't actually know basketball. You know that. I know that. You watch it, you're like, oh, man. Right? Um, so, look, if... If you're listening, and I, I hate when people do this, right? They always say, well, like, if you took it as, well, that's not apologizing. Because I don't actually think I said anything wrong. That the, the problem is, we're in a time where everybody's hypersensitive. I didn't even kind of realize Maria Taylor had been criticized previously. I have, I have nothing in terms of criticism for her actual work. <laughs> Zero. She's good. She's a host. When she does sideline for the college game day or for football, like, she's good. And that's, it's a hard job. I've done it a couple of times. It's not actually easy to do it well. And I think you provide something in terms of content, which is needed for the broadcast. That said, she did just start covering the NBA. So she doesn't have the, the chops per se. And even if she did, like when you're a studio host, that's not really what your job entails. You're supposed to lead a discussion. You're supposed to listen. You're supposed to retee people, set them up, call the highlight and let the analysts analyze Voting for the all NBA team is an analyst job, is an opinion job. And those aren't her jobs. Not because she's a woman, not because she's a black woman, but because she's a host and not having the depth of contacts, wherewithal, having not. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. 
Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Even been... Uh, to these NBA games because of the setup for COVID. We're asking her to do something which she doesn't have a great uh, connection to, even if she loves the sport and watches the sport and talks about the sport on a nightly basis. I think that's reasonable. 
What's unreasonable is how we turn it into something about sexism and racism, which it is not. It's actually the opposite of it, because I, I would say the same thing about Adam Zucker at CBS talking about the SEC, and Adam's a great friend of mine. I'd say that about anybody who would replace her until you've been there a long time, and even then, it's really more of an analyst job. All right, let's welcome him in. He's the author of Gunslinger, of Football for a Buck, of Sweetness, the, the story of Walter Payton, The Rocket That Fell to Earth, The Bad Guys won. Man, he's got so many fantastic books. Showtime was one as well, and his newest book is Three Rings Circus. He's a New York Times bestselling, award-winning author. He's Jeff Perlman. He joins us on the All Ball Podcast. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go, almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but Mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like Mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The book is Three Ring Circus. Kobe, Shaq, Phil, and the crazy years of the Laker dynasty. Award-winning author Jeff Perlman kind of to spend some time with us. And, Jeff, you've, you've done the Showtime book, okay? It's a great one. Now you do the Kobe-Shaq years. Um, compare and contrast in, in, terms of, uh, in terms of what the feel is like going back and looking at each team. All right, so I feel like because I'm a child of the 80s, yeah. There's a, a level of nostalgia for Magic and Kareem that will never be matched for me as mm-hmm. far as being a kid in New York growing up and watching, seeing them, you know, the CBS cameras fall into the forum and you see the palm trees and the Laker girls. Like, that is that was for me was, you know, just love at first sight. But I would say the characters here are just as profound. I don't think you'll ever have a character to write about who's as interesting uh, as Kobe Bryant. And I don't think you'll have another character who's just as interesting as Shaquille O'Neal. So... If you're just taking, like, I find both of them 
much more interesting and compelling characters, oddly, than Magic Johnson. Um, so that was kind of a gift, to be honest. That's, like, the that, characters that, of this dynasty are awesome. That's amazing. To be more colorful and interesting than Magic Johnson, considering the era and everything we know and learn from, from your last book about the Lakers. Um, how, what was the process like of writing about Kobe, especially now with him unfortunately passing, and the view of, co- yep. like, I, I hope that people understand it's not just because of the plane crash. Like, our, our world view of Kobe Bryant changed dramatically in the past three or four years, even before his untimely death. What's it like to go back and try and give a snapshot of what he was like back then? So, first of all, it's very weird. Like, it's weird to be promoting a book during this time. It's weird to be talking about it. Um, I actually finished the book before he died. Mm-hmm. So, I was done with it. And I was actually sitting in a coffee shop um, when someone texted me, a friend texted me and wrote, not sure if you heard, Kobe Bryant reports are dead. Uh, blew my mind, depressed, sad, everything. And then after, obviously, you know, you have to move on and you sort of think, what am I supposed to do here? Because the book, 96 to 04, it's not that warm. I mean, there are warm moments of Kobe Bryant, but he was difficult. Yeah. I mean, you know that. He was difficult, factually. And... There's a whole Eagle Colorado thing that hangs over the whole time period. So what I did is I went back and I wrote an author's note. They, the book was done, but they let me put it basically a three-page author's note. And the point I really tried to make and that I believe in is, um, you know, who someone is at 25 isn't who they are at 41. Yeah. And we almost all, if you judge any of us at that age, we were kind of punks and we were cocky and we were whatever. And then you get older and you have kids and you, you have your own sports career end or whatever career end. And you learn. And I just, I really do. I, it's super important for me that people know this is a snapshot of time. It is not who he was when he died. He was a different person and he evolved a lot in his life. Well, I mean, it, like, look, I, I, one, I'm, I'm glad you did that. Secondly, you're right. I mean, I've talked about this a lot on my show. I, as he, we were about the same age. We became friends uh, late in his career. Our daughters went to the same school. And I think, you know, he changed several times during his life, as we all do, and matured in different ways, right? He went from early on in his NBA life trying to talk, walk, everything like Michael Jordan. Then he went through yep. that kind of I'm hood phase, right? That's when he had like a rap album. He was trying to be a kid from the hood, which wasn't really him and didn't feel authentic. And then he started to find that then after Shaq left and he, he wanted to be traded when then then he started to be kind of more of, I felt like, who he really was, a much more refined uh, husband and father after, a- after Eagle County, Colorado. Um, he was still difficult. He was just different. And then after retirement, he became this kind of profound thinker, philosopher, and sharer of, of so much knowledge. But he was, he was so different, and I think he's one of those guys that we've seen evolve before our very eyes like we met him as a 17 year old kid and he died all during our lifetime and i think that's why uh, that's why it's it's he's such an interesting character i actually think a lot of ways kobe bryant is the example of especially early kobe bryant why how you see all the the parents here hiring their tutors and making their kids play one sport year round and i'm going to turn you into blank you're going to be an nfl quarterback you're going to be how toxic that can be and how a kid needs to have driving lessons, and a kid needs to ask someone out and get rejected, and a kid needs to get bad grades in school and have to bounce back, and a kid needs to have the keys taken off. Like, you need those developmental moments. You do. You can't just be programmed to be something. And the thing that Kobe Bryant had, yes, it made him a great basketball player. That is undeniable. But 
his inability to relate with teammates. I mean, I write about this in the book. He shows up for his first camp at the Lakers in Hawaii. All the players are introducing themselves, and his introduction is, my name's Kobe Bryant. No one here is going to punk me. <laughs> like, that is what he thought was the appropriate introduction, age 18, to the Los Angeles Lakers. There were moments in his career when, you know, there was one time when Shaq took everyone out for dinner, everyone on the team out for dinner at a fancy seafood restaurant. Kobe says, no, nah, I'm not going to go, and shows up a half hour later with a book and gets a table for one. They're all just looking at Kobe Bryant. When he got married in Dana Point, um, none of his teammates were invited. Most of his teammates didn't know he was getting married, and a lot of them didn't know he was even dating. So he just had this watch. I'll tell you one more thing. That 0304 season when Carl Malone is there. Yeah. Someone told me this one story. He was interviewing Carl Malone, and it's about to be Thanksgiving. Next day is Thanksgiving, or two days later. And Kobe is walking out of the locker room. And Carl Malone says to the reporter, hold on one second, hold on. He goes, hey, young buck, come over here. And he signals for Kobe to come over. And he whispers something to Kobe's ear. And Kobe leaves, and he says, hey, have a good Thanksgiving. Have a good Thanksgiving to all of his teammates. Like, Carl Malone had to tell him, when you leave, in your position where you are in this team, you have to be gracious, and you need to wish these people all a good Thanksgiving. There's just little things like that he did not develop into much later in life. When you and I probably got that when we were 16, and your mom says, hey, before you leave the house, say thank, happy Thanksgiving to your aunt. Yeah, or or things that you learn in, in college. I, I'm I'm a yeah. I'm a proponent of, of of college basketball teaching guys about so many more things uh, that may, they may eventually learn. But there's a bit of an arrested development there uh, when they when they yep. go right from high school to to the pros. Um, what about Shaq? I mean, he he is both literally and figuratively bigger than life. And uh, the late Tex winner was a. I, I moved to California because my dad was Tex Winner's assistant at Long Beach State. And so when he was with the Bulls, he told me things about Jordan. And when he was with the Lakers, he would tell me that, that Shaq could have been the greatest big guy ever, but he just wanted to be Shaq, and he was okay with that. I've heard so many incredible things about what type of human he is, what type of teammate he is. But again, those are kind of more surface area stuff from, from my limited time and working out with the team, playing summer league with them. What was he really like? See, I actually think Tex Winner's right. He could have been the greatest, you know, arguably the greatest center ever. But I don't think it's wrong what happened. Like, he did want to be Shaq. He wanted to do albums. He wanted to be in movies. He wanted to, he wanted to spend his off-seasons in his pool in Orlando, smoking cigars, hanging out with friends, whatever. You know, like, he wanted, he was 27 years old, making millions of dollars to play a game, and he wanted to relax. And I just... I get the criticism. I really do. And it drove Kobe crazy that this guy was not a quote-unquote harder worker. He was never going to be the guy who was in the gym shooting 5,000 jumpers. He was never going to be the guy who's like, if I don't shoot 80% from the free throw line this year, my season's a failure. He just wasn't that guy. But I think he enjoyed the journey. Like, I think he really enjoyed the journey. I think he enjoyed the journey far more than Kobe enjoyed the journey. And maybe that's okay. And maybe the fact that he's just a top five all-time NBA center instead of the greatest of all time, but he had a really good time doing it in the grand scheme of life, is more valuable than all of us talking on Sports Talk Radio how great how Shaq is the greatest center of all time. That's, that's, that's probably very, very, very accurate. We all want guys to, to, to live up to something that we think they should want to live up to. That doesn't mean it fulfills him. doesn't mean it fills up his personal cup. You, you mentioned Carl Malone. There was also Gary Payton on that team. You had Phil Jackson. That was the team that didn't work. Why? I mean, I know they had injuries, and people downplay the injuries as a factor, but what, was it simply the infighting between Kobe and Shaq and a marriage that had to end? You know, it's so funny. When I was working on the book, I sat down with Jeannie Buss, and I've interviewed her a bunch over the years. I love Jeannie Buss. Great. And I said to her exactly what you just said to me. I was like, why did that year, year not work? 
And she said to me, kind of angrily, she's like, when does it become not work when you make the NBA Finals? And she's like, when, does that, when is that a failure? Like, we made the NBA Finals. I cannot say that year is a total failure. And I do think there's something to be said for that. That being said, there were just so many. First of all, Peyton should not have been running a triangle. He shouldn't have been the point guard in a triangle offense. It should have been Derek Fisher. Right. Bill Jackson never really wanted him running the point. They brought him in anyway. Um, Malone was 40, but he was still pretty who, who good. Brought in, who, brought in, who brought in Gary Payton? That was a Jim Buss uh, yeah. directive. That wasn't even Jerry Buss. It was uh, the suggestion and will of Jim Buss. And uh, yeah, he Payton was okay that year. No, but that's not he a – but if you – and, and this is – and I'll talk about this a little later in the pod. I mean, in the triangle – you can't really be a real dominant ball handling point guard and be effective nope. in the triangle. It is by design. It is that's not what it's for. Um, you have to be able to play off the basketball as much as with the basketball. And there are some things that he does, you know, in terms of posting up and isolations that are good. But they already had Shaq. They already had Kobe for that. And so yeah, it was one of those great player bad fit. And at a weird time in his career when he had to adjust to having a role as opposed to being the guy. And it's interesting because Derek Fisher was sort of the ideal triangle point guard. Right. Didn't need to score, could score. I'm more than happy to pass the ball. He was a great triangle point guard, but Gary Payton was the sexy furniture in the other house, you know, and they brought him in. So that was bad. Shaq definitely was not in great. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Shape. Um, he wanted his contract renegotiated. That was at the uh, preseason when he ran past Jerry Buss during a preseason game and yelled, pay me, while doing the money sign with his hands. Um, Kobe was about to be a free agent and would not play with Shaq anymore. Like, it was out of the question about playing with Shaq anymore. Was very, 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 very tempted to go to the Clippers. At one point during a game against the Clippers, said to the coach Mike Dunleavy during a timeout, get me out of here. Um, Jerry Buss didn't know what to do with Phil Jackson. He really didn't want to bring him back. Of course, Phil was dating Jeannie Buss at the same time, and Jeannie obviously wants him back, but she's not going to let that interfere with the business decisions. So all this mess is going on. They played Detroit in the finals. Detroit is just a better team at that point. Yep. You know, people say, oh, Malone, Detroit was a better team. Detroit was a, as well-oiled a machine you'll ever see in a finals, considering they had no superstars of that team. They were ridiculous, and they beat them in five. And as soon as game five is over... And Kareem Rush told me, uh, Kobe's backup back then, told me they had a little party after the Game 5 loss thrown by Jerry Buss for the players. And Kobe walks in, and he walks up to Kareem Rush, and he says, I'm never playing with that mf ever again. And he's talking about Shaq. Yeah. And Jerry Buss walks into that meeting as well, into that party as well. Shaq is there with his wife. Jerry Buss walks right past Shaq and his wife and talks to, talks to Kobe and never says a word to Shaq. And Shaq said he knew it was done. Hmm. Why? Why was it done? Yeah, why did it? Why, why was it? Why did it get to that point? How do you? Why? Right? Like there? Yeah. I mean, was it? Was it? Was it Colorado? And what Kobe said about Shaq? You know, was it how Shaq was and how everybody loved Shaq and Kobe was a love hate thing at that point in time in L.A. Why? I honestly think from the very very time he arrived in the NBA, Kobe Bryant expected to be Michael Jordan. Yeah. Like he just, that was his model. He expected to be Mike. And it's funny, the Nets almost drafted him at number eight, and Calipari backed out at the last second. And I think if he goes to the Nets, and that was the team with like Ed O'Bannon and Khalid Reeves and like Inca Dare, you know, yeah. they were terrible. Yeah, Stinka. He's probably averaging 25 as a rookie, shooting 32%, and having these years of just joy scoring for bad teams. Um, and I think a part of him always wanted that, to be honest. He wanted to win, obviously, desperately, but he needed to be the focal point. He just needed to be the focal point. It was something in him, but I cannot be the number two. I'm not going to be the number two. This is not my feet in basketball. And he was just done. And he found Shaq dismissive. He hated Shaq's lack of work ethic. Yeah. He couldn't understand how this guy couldn't hit a freaking free throw. And after a while, it just... And there was that moment, you're right, like, Kobe kind of ratted out Shaq to the detectives in Colorado. 
And then, um, you know, there, there are just moments throughout this. Oh, when they report to training camp and Kobe isn't there yet, and the reporter asks Shaq, are you, are you disappointed not having your team here? And his response is, my team is here. Just all of these blows, one after another. It was, you're, you know, you could not repair it. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Um, what about Phil Jackson? As I pointed out earlier, you wrote the book Showtime. Obviously, uh, I mean, uh, Pat Riley and, and, and Riley even now, like Riley's a little bit like Kobe. How we view Riley now as opposed to Riley back then, very, very different, right? Um, yeah, yeah. What was Phil Jackson like? Um, obviously empowered not just by what he did with the Bulls and the six titles, but the fact that nobody could figure out Shaq and Kobe, right? Many had tried, you know, Del Harris had famously failed. He does figure it out. What was Phil Jackson like with this team? I would say in Del Harris's defense, I'm not saying it would have worked with him. I don't think it would have, but, um, you know, he was given Nick Van Exel as his point guard. Sure. And that was a pretty tough thing to deal with for a coach of his, you know, his ilk. And then Kurt Rambis comes in, you know, Rambis got it off to a really good start, but really babied Kobe, and that drove Shaq crazy. And the thing about Phil Jackson coming in, it's, it sounds corny and it sounds simple, but it's true. He shows up with the six rings, and he shows up having done it with Jordan. Yeah. And he just arrives with this largeness that the other two coaches did not have. And you had to listen to him, and you had to respect him, and he had the resume, and he had Tex Winter with him, who was the architect of the triangle, and you had to listen to these guys. And the other thing he did really well is he basically had deputies in the locker room. You know, like, in the, in the same way with Dennis Rodman in, yeah. in Chicago, why it worked is he was willing to make allowances and kind of keep a hands-off approach. In L.A., you know, um, hey, Ron Harper, you know, hey, Brian Shaw, hey, you know, any of these guys, J.R. Reed, whoever, uh, not J.R. Reed, but, uh, you know, John Sally, um, I need you guys to help me out. So can you handle this? I need you guys. Tell me what the, what the tone is in this locker room. He didn't have to babysit every day. He was not – everyone thinks, like, wow, he had this heavy hand with them. He actually didn't. He had a very light hand with them. He just kind of let it work out. And sometimes, if Shaq and Kobe were bickering, he would just let it go. He assumed it would kind of help that maybe that fire would actually spread a little bit and it would get them going. And when he needed to have these behind-closed-door meetings, he had a famous one with Rick Fox and Shaq where he asked them in that last season, can we win with Kobe? And Shaq's answer was no. And Rick Fox wasn't sure. And 
he didn't really have a choice. He had to keep going with him. But it was he was willing to do that. He was really perfect for that team while it lasted. Um, one story that did not make the book that you wish would have. Oh man. I mean, there was the one thing I didn't really get into that I kind of regret just because I've been asked about it a bunch of times. I didn't really get that much on it is uh, the whole Carmelone Kobe's wife. Yeah. Vanessa, not looking for, not looking for like gossipy nonsense, but I don't know. A lot of people seem to think that had a bigger impact than I did. And now I'm asked about it all the time. And I'm kind of like, yeah, I didn't, I just didn't go down that road. You know, there are only so many roads you can go down. But it's kind of intriguing. And Carmelo's entire uh, relationship with Kobe is really, because he was another guy. I'm going to mentor Kobe. I'm going to help Kobe. Kobe's going to listen to me. And he was another guy who kind of tuned out Carmelo. Um, okay, you, you mentioned Gary, Gary Payton. Um, what, was, what was he like during this entire thing? You know what's funny about Gary Payton? He's... So I spent a lot, uh, spent a lot of time with Jelani McCoy, yeah. former UCLA player, then Sonic, then Laker. Gary Payton could be ruinous. You probably know. I mean, Gary Payton could be ruinous to teammates, and as mean as a snake, like as mean as you could be, and cruel. Jelani McCoy told me Gary Payton was the kind of guy who you show up and you're excited because you have a new watch, and you show your teammates, "Hey, look at this new Rolex my my wife bought me. Isn't this amazing?" And Gary Payton was a guy who had to say, oh, yeah, well, my watch is yeah, yeah, yeah. blank. That's who, that's who you know, he is. He could never be that guy. And he showed up with the Lakers. And actually, the funny thing is, he sort of set that aside a little bit. I think he, it was weird for him to be in a position where he was not the marquee and he wasn't going to be the loudest guy in the room. And he kind of set that aside for the Lakers. But he grew very frustrated by the triangle. And if you watch the finals, uh, if you rewatch it, I mean, he got destroyed defensively in that finals. Just destroyed. And at one point, um, he was guarding Chauncey Billups. And during a practice, Kobe said to Phil Jackson, out loud in front of the team, why don't you switch Why don't you switch so I'm guarding Chauncey? And um, Phil Jackson didn't do it. And later on, Kobe admitted to him, I was just testing to see if Gary Payton would, would protest. And he didn't. And that was a moment where he actually lost a little respect for, uh, for Gary Payton. Last thing. Um... You, you, doing both books, this team was more vivid, right? The personalities were sharper, were brighter. Um, but, 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 which do you think was, is it should go down as historically better in in your from your perspective? Oh, I think the Magic Kareem years. I just think if you look all around, yeah, you know, like the number three guy on these teams is always Glenn Rice or Eddie Jones. The number three guy in those teams are James Worthy. And then you have Jamal Wilkes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Michael, Bob Mike, Tom, Michael Thompson Michael came out. Thompson. There. Michael Cooper's Byron, the best defender. I mean, it was unbelievable. Yeah. You don't. You don't. You don't have to tell. All right. That probably wasn't the greatest question. All right. Here's 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 one more. You mentioned <laughs> you mentioned Glenn Rice, right? You remember yeah, Glenn yeah. Rice's wife complained openly about his role. He was only with the Lakers for one championship, and then he was gone. Um, yeah. That that was it kind of fascinating to me that, that Phil started to exert his power. Like there was all of this stuff working at once, which makes it even more fascinating. It was it was Phil exerting power and now making decisions with personnel and arguing about personnel. It was Kobe and Shaq. It was, you know, uh it was some of these guys at the end of the road. It was the departure of Derek Fisher. Like there was there was a lot. Yeah. It's really funny. I talked to Glenn Rice for the book. And I was like, when your wife talked to Bill Plasky from the LA Times. And he's like, God, that was the worst. He's like, wasn't that the worst? Yeah. It was just, he was mortified, you know, because they were on the road. Uh, it was the finals. And there's this column that just comes out about Glenn Rice's wife 
saying that Phil never liked him and he was kind of undermining her, yeah. undermining him and the whole thing. And Glenn Rice is just trying to make it get, get on with his life and play basketball. He said it was one of the most embarrassing sort of moments of his career was that. And it definitely did not help his stay in L.A. at all. It made it much shorter. Well, Jeff, you've done a lot of great things. Here's my, here's my, my ask to you. I want to read okay. the book. I want to read the book. You've, you've given us a reason, everybody a reason to go out and buy it, right? Now I want to read the book, go through it, uh, and, then t- and then talk through some of these stories and do this again. Is that okay? That'd be great. Absolutely. I'd love to. Jeff Perlman. Awesome stuff. Thanks for joining us. All right. Thank you so much. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Again, you can pick up Three Ring Circus. You can order online at jeffperlman.com, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever you pick up books. My, my thanks. And I encourage you to go out and if you like to read or if you do audiobooks, his stuff is fantastic. Fan- fantastic. Um, I'll leave you with this as we move on to the NBA Finals. I'm intrigued by LeBron and what happens and how quickly they can close out the Denver Nuggets. They're the favorites to win. They match up better with the Heat than they do. Uh, even though the Heat have Andre Godala, I just Iggy's aged and he can't score. Jimmy Butler could be a nuisance, but you know, I, I, I don't think that the Heat match up terribly well with the Lakers. The fear with the Lakers is the longer the Nuggets series goes, the more likely you're going to have LeBron at times being fatigued and, or maybe get hurt. One of them, one of their guys get hurt. They're an older team. They have benefited from, I think when their kids showed up, it re-energized them. I think when they had the protest, they missed two games that game. And then, and then five game series, whereas they played the last two opponents, Rockets. Now Nuggets are both seven game series teams. They've been the fresher team. The longer it goes, the more likely you have for a LeBron to tire. And if LeBron doesn't have the right energy, that's when the Lakers don't look right. All right, my, my thanks to uh, Jeff Perlman for joining us, for you for downloading, subscribing, and rating this podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Doug Gottlieb, and this is All Ball. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 